Hello, and welcome back to Noah's Window. Um, I hope you're off to a good start this Thursday, uh, February the 18th. I am uh, taping ahead of time, of course, and I'm still sitting here in front of the window, and it, outside it's still very, very cold and very, very snowy. So hopefully by the time you're watching this, we're going to hope that it has warmed up some. So this week we've been talking about gifts that God makes available to us. And um, it's always exciting to talk about gifts. You know, we've we've now passed the uh, Christmas season and now we've even passed Valentine's Day. So, um, you know, those are all occasions for gifts. So these are gifts that God gives. And we talked about how the gifts that he gives are so much more valuable than any other gifts that we uh, sometimes think are valuable. But these gifts maybe don't make it on the top of our list, but they should because they have value that can't even be measured. So today, today we want to talk about our inheritance. So I don't know how many of you who may have or may have not received an inheritance, but there's a lot of good things and you know downsides about inheritance. Um, sometimes there's a lot of uh, old bills that need to be paid and there's not quite enough to go around. Um, sometimes there might be a lot of taxes to pay. You know, the, the inheritance, an inheritance is much of a blessing as it can be. It has its downside. But the inheritance we're talking about today is uh, a completely different kind of inheritance. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, so let's start in the book of Hebrews chapter 1. And Hebrews, we don't know the writer of Hebrews in the sense that he didn't sign it, whoever wrote it. Uh, but we do know that it was written to the Jews. So if you're reading the book of Hebrews, you're going to see a lot about Jewish tradition and um, how that all <clears throat> uh, relates to the New Testament era. But in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2, uh, the Bible says, And now in these final days... He has spoken to us through his son. God promised everything to his son as an inheritance, and through the son, he created the universe. Now, this might seem unrelated, but it's important because the son, Jesus' inheritance, relates to us. So we know that God has promised everything to the son as an inheritance, and um, and through the son, he created the universe. If you're watching the video, Ginger's trying to get to my coffee cup. Sorry about that. Okay, so let's move to 1 Peter. First Peter chapter 1, and again, First Peter is a letter that was written by Peter the Apostle, and he's writing in chapter 1, and he says to the Christians that he's writing to, Now we live with great expectation, and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. So nobody's taxing it. It's safe. Uh, nobody's, all the bill collectors aren't going to come use it up before you get to it. It's safe from change and decay. Um, the value of the dollar is going to go down and lower the value of your inheritance. It's, it's safe from all those things. Another verse in Ephesians, which is a letter from Paul to the church at Ephesus, in Ephesians chapter 1, Paul says the spirit of God's, the spirit, the Holy Spirit is God's guarantee. And in some um, translations, he's the earnest, he's the down payment that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. Now, in all of these, we don't get a whole lot of clarity on the inheritance. So I want to go to Romans 8, and I think it'll dial in, focus it in just a little bit more. So I, I enjoyed when I was researching this, the different things I came across, because this inheritance is multifaceted. Um, <clears throat> but let's start with Romans chapter 8 and jumping in in verse 17. And again, Romans is a book that Paul wrote to the church at Rome. So he said, Paul says, and since we are his children, and again, clearly this is jumping in the middle of the thought, so I hope you'll get your Bible, pull out Romans 8, which is another stellar chapter, not that they aren't all, but this is another one. 
Go into Romans chapter 8, read what comes before this, because we're jumping in at verse 17, okay? Verse 17, and since we are his children, God's children, we are his heirs. In fact, he says, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. Now, uh, some, some translations say we are joint heirs with Christ. And remember that first verse we, we read in Hebrews 1? Uh, if we're joint heirs with Christ, what does he have that he's going to share with us? That would be um, everything. Everything, okay? So big of inheritance. But it's a little even richer than that in the depth of the uh, what it is. So let me go on and read. Let's back up to the beginning of verse 17. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share his glory, we must also share his suffering. That's where we are today friends. Um, we're in the in the process right now of sharing in a suffering. Some of us are suffering um, more than others, but in any event, we're in this world, and so we're suffering because we're surrounded by sin. So, verse 18, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. So, keep that in your hip pocket. All this that we're suffering right now, it's nothing compared to what's going to come later. In verse 19, he says, For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day. Oh, I look, can you just picture that? All of creation. All of creation. Everything that God's created is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are. Against its will, all creation was subjected to God's curse. Remember Genesis 3, we talked about that, that curse that happened when sin came in. So against its will, all creation was subjected to God's curse. But with eager hope, the creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in, and here's one of the, the phrases I really want you to pick up on because this is part of our inheritance. They will join, it will join the creation, will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. Now remember, we're getting the antithesis of what happened in Genesis 3. Death and decay came in in Genesis 3. But once we've inherited, gotten our inheritance, we will be free from death and decay. Just think about all that means. Now let's go on. For we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. And we believers also groan. Even though we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory, we long for our bodies. And here's the second part I want you to see. We long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering. So first, we're going to have glorious freedom from death and decay. The second thing is released from sin and suffering. And I would tie those two together because all suffering can be connected to sin. So we'll be released from that. We won't be um, part of this cursed world where that's just part of our world. We'll be released from sin and suffering. He goes on to say, we too wait with eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as his adopted children. Here's another one. I mean, full rights is his adopted children. We could camp there for a little bit, but I want you to see this last one. Including, this is part of the full rights as his children, including the new bodies he's promised us. Now, this, of course, is not a complete description of our inheritance, but this will do for the short list. Free from death and decay, released from sin and suffering, and the new body that he's promised us. So that includes within it the eternal life that we have. So we will be living eternally with the Father in his creation that has now been set free from death and decay and sin and suffering, and we will have our new bodies. 
isn't that something to make you smile today? Something to look forward to? You know, when you have something to look forward to, I know I'm this way. Uh, sometimes when, when just getting done all the things that need to get done and meeting all the expectations and fulfilling all the responsibilities gets heavy and heavy and heavy, heavier. I tell Mark, I just, I need something to look forward to. I need a, a, an outlet to be looking forward to, a, a time to get away for a little bit, to catch our breath. And this is, um, wow, this is something to look forward to. And the older I get, the more I look forward to this every day free from death and decay, released from sin and suffering, and that new body, and I need it. You know, when your kids come around, they got holes in their jeans, you know, and things are stretched out or they're too tight and too short, and they come around and say, I need some new things. This is wearing out, and that's what I'm telling the Lord with this body. I need a new one. This one's wearing out. I'm ready for the new model. So I hope that encourages you today. We have an inheritance, and it's a gift. We didn't earn it. It's a gift that he's offered to us. And what a marvelous, wonderful, as is described in the scripture, a priceless gift that he's offered to us. And I hope that if you're not already a God follower, if you've not already called on Jesus Christ to accept his freely offered forgiveness of sin, if you haven't turned from your sin to go to him, believing that he is the son of God who died for you, I hope today will be that day. And if you do want help in your spiritual journey, in your faith journey, we would love to hear from you. You can text talk to us to 97,000 and we have some materials. We can have a conversation with you. We would love to help you uh, in that journey, on that journey, um, becoming a follower of Jesus Christ, who is his child and has this glorious inheritance that we just talked about today. So I hope that blesses you today. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father, you're so good to us. Thank you so much for your great love and for all these gifts we talked about and particularly today, we're so thankful for this inheritance that we're looking forward to along with all creation. And um, just thank you for having that out there for us. And thank you for giving us a few little glimpses. We realize we can't understand fully what it is you have prepared for us, but just a few little glimpses are so exciting. And thank you, Father, for this great love and this great gift that you've offered to us. I pray for each person and each family that's watching or listening today, that you would bless them in a special way, that you would meet their needs as they look to you for help. I pray that you'd wrap your arms of love around them, draw them close to you, help them to know your presence, help them to see you working in their lives. And we're going to give you all the glory and honor for all these wonderful things that you're doing for us. And thank you once again for your great love for us. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope you have a wonderful Thursday, whether it's at the beginning of the day or the end of the day. And I just pray it's a blessing, uh, blessed day for you. And we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. We've got one more gift to talk about before we take this road trip. So God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.